We're rounding the biggest stories of the week. This is the Light Front Page Wrap-Up. And this morning, it's a special GE15 edition of Front Page Wrap-Up with Prabhupada Ganesan, Chief Executive of Kwasa and columnist at the Malay Mail. Prabhupada, the 15th uh, Malaysian general election voting day has been decided for the 19th of November 2022. Was this date the best decision for the country? You guys, that's a misleading question. Parliament was dissolved on October 10th. So the Election Commission, the EC is mandated to hold elections within 60 days, or we do a physical count before January 9th. So it's not the EC is doing. And if they consider the fact that late November to early January is peak flood season, especially on the East Coast of Peninsula, holding elections in mid-November is uh, the most sensible, considering the window available to the election commission. Can you give us a quick overview of the coalitions who are running and who are the prime minister candidates? Pakatan Harapan, Perikatan National and Gerakan Tanah Air have clear candidates for prime minister if they win. Pakatan's got Anwar Ibrahim, Perikatan National, Muhyiddin Yassin and Gerakan Tanah Air, which is led by Pujuang and led by Mahathir Mohammad. However, when you want to talk about Vaisa National, if they win, it becomes a bit more of a tricky proposition because the chairman of Vaisa National is Zaid Hamidi, not Prime Minister Ismail Sabri Yaakob. All AMNO, MCA, MIC candidates get your commendation letter or the Surah Vatika from the chairman of Vaisa National. He is the boss of Vaisa National. So the question is if Vaisa National has a majority in parliament and forms government, then it's pretty much in the hands of Hamas, Zayed Hamidi to decide who becomes prime minister in that situation. And it makes no sense if he does not want to become prime minister. He is the leader of AMNO. AMNO does lead by the national. Therefore, that's when we get into this tricky space. Although some people are saying that Ismail Sabri is placed as the representative or the prime minister in waiting. However, just like what we saw in Johor in March, when we had uh, Osman running in as the candidate for MP, and then after the election, they named somebody else. They named on Hafiz as uh, Madri Basar after the election. So there's always a chance that the national will name somebody else after the election is done when they have won. But on a cheerful note, if all of this doesn't work out, we still have Garat Maju independent and we have Siti Kasim running in. Who knows? Maybe they'll win all their seats and she'll become Prime Minister. Prabhupada, if you had to summarise, what's the most important information voters should know about GE15? It's happening and the first big date is nomination day and that's on Guy Fawkes night, uh, November 5. For those who are history buffs, it's quite funny that Malaysia will find out who are those trying to get into parliament on the anniversary. One guy tried to blow up the UK parliament. For the regular voters, don't be surprised that you don't know what's happening until November 5 because the political parties have this weird belief that you've got to hide all your candidates or at least hold your cards close to your chest until you absolutely have to tell people. But if there's anything useful I would like to say, get your friends and family abroad, Malaysians, to sign up as postal voters ASAP. For voters who are still confused, what's the biggest difference between an Adun, uh, Ahli Dewan Undangan Negeri, and an MP, Member of Parliament? Dewan Undangan Negeri, or the State Assembly, runs the respective states in the Federation of Malaysia. MPs are elected to serve in the Dewan Rakyat 
to make overall laws for the Federation of Malaysia. The simple distinction would be that primarily states or state assemblymen, state houses make laws on land and also on religion. These are one of the two primary things that fall under state jurisdiction. However, because of the over-centralization of power and maximum uh, taxation powers in the hands of the federal government, state governments in Malaysia are generally less potent and don't have as much ability to raise taxes or to have an agenda as much. Only three states are having elections on November 19. That would be Perlis, Pera and Pahang. So for all voters across the country, except in Perlis, Pera and Pahang, you only got one uh, voting cheat to receive in the, the voting centre and to pick a candidate for parliament. Only those in Perlis, Pera and Pahang will get two cheats where they get to vote for their state assemblyman and also they get to vote for their parliamentarian. And what's your best advice to first-time voters? I mean, you know, what to bring, what to wear, what are the mistakes that are frequently made? Check your details at the SPR, the Election Commission website. Contrary to the belief of some voters, just because you vote in a particular constituency doesn't mean you get to vote wherever you like to. There are various numbers of voting centres. You do not pick which centre to vote at. You are assigned a voting centre. And you can find out that information if you're a first-time voter by going into the Election Commission website, putting your MyCard number and getting that information. It'll tell you where you need to vote. This is a very useful piece of information, which then leads to the second one, and that is vote early. Don't worry about dress code. As long as you're not indecent, it's fine. It's not a formal wear to go for the vote, but you cannot wear party emblems. You cannot wear party T-shirts. And when you vote, you have to cross in the box for the candidate you like. X means you prefer. It doesn't mean you object to the candidate. Because sometimes people campaign and say, go in there and cross the guy you don't like, which sometimes tricks people. But over and above all of this, I would encourage first-time voters to get involved. If you like someone, tell other people, especially those in the constituency that person is contesting in. If you hate someone, tell those people in those constituency why you feel that person is a poor candidate. Google search candidates. Share information with others. Here we are in the social media era. You have the power to disseminate information. You have the power to effect the outcome. Don't leave it to others only. If you think your democracy is not living up to your standards, look at yourself and ask, are you doing enough for your democracy? Democracy begins with each individual. Good luck, everybody. Selamat. Thank you, Prabha. And I know if you could, you'd say watch this space and you'll be talking to us more about GE15 in the weeks to come. And today we have a special GE15 edition of our front page wrap up with some community information and reminders. Okay, We talk about the election system, first of all. Now, they're held every five years unless the prime minister calls for an early poll. And it's kind of like 
who's pipping who at the post. Correct. First to the post, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which means that the party that wins 112 seats, the number needed for a simple majority in the 222-seat lower house of parliament will be forming a government. Mm-hmm. And the elections have to be held within 60 days of the dissolution of parliament. So the announcement was no surprise whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, so it's going to be happening on the 19th of November. Yeah. What's actually interesting is the fact that 21 Point one million Malaysians are going to be eligible to vote in the upcoming election thanks to Undi 18. That's incredible. Well, here's the thing. It's because some 5 million will be voting for the very first time, largely as a result of the government lowering the minimum voting age to 18 years from 21. So good to see that young people are being mobilized for this. Mm. Well, I say mobilized, but really they're exercising their right. I'm really excited. Yeah. Talking about that, you know, the idea of automated registration. Yeah. I think when you make something seamless and easy for people Mm -hmm. you know it's a process they will follow through it's like you know even buying something on the internet the more steps you have to go through the more likely you are to leave it in the basket and go i'll do it another day absolutely so you know we can talk about okau lines for example that's one of the ways that they made it really easy Mm -hmm. Um, my dad is wheelchair bound so i'm going to be taking him in and using that also you definitely want to check what your status is and where your registration district is Mm -hmm. uh it's under my sprsema.spr.gov.my I'll repeat that my sprsema s-e-m-a-k dot sprgovmy Yeah, very interesting because boundaries are changing so you never know whether you're still at the same uh, voting poll station or not. Mm-hmm. Now, if you've ever wondered about postal votes and who can register, well, according to local media, only those who have lived in or returned to Malaysia for 30 days or more in the past five years can apply for postal voting. What you need to know to register is apply online. You'll need to provide your full name and address based on your MyCard, a valid mobile phone number, a valid email address. Uh, you've got to upload a front image of your MyCard as well as a selfie together with your MyCard and you'll want to check with the Malaysian Embassy where you live. Now, if your application is successful, the EC will send you an email. Now, according to Bursay, the ballot paper will be posted by the EC to your mailing address. So make sure that's correct when the general elections are called. After you receive the postal ballot paper kit, you'll have to mark it, fill in the form, insert them back into an envelope and then deliver your marked ballot via via courier service at your own cost, I have to say. Make sure all your choices, of course, are clearly marked and you post your ballot as soon as possible. And here is another thing to check on, a must-have reminder, which is your voting constituencies, because it has been noted that some people have noticed their constituencies have changed without them knowing. Front page is going to continue to be the place for the updates and the biggest stories around GE15.